Hello, this is Aku the Lovers, and I'll be amazing host for this LGBT show that is Lesley Blood. And on today's version of LGB podcast, we'll be having an amazing guest with us in the person of IMD Abadi, Abi Abadi IMD, nickname Abadi Sisi. So um, let's have him on board. So, hello, Mr. IMD. How have you been doing? Um, how did they like? Yeah, thank you so much, Miss uh, Loveta Cordu, and thank you for having me on your podcast show. So my day went well, and it was really productive to understand. So it's a pleasure to be here, and I look forward to having an interesting and, of course, a blunt conversation with you on this particular edition. Mm. You said that your day has been productive to an extent. What do you mean by that? All right, the day being productive means that I achieved what I set out to achieve, and I also placed a limit to uh, what I set out to achieve. And that means by being flexible at some points and knowing where to cut myself some slack and knowing where to be realistic and not. So me saying my day was positive means that you know, at least I was able to show some results, uh, whether adequate or not. Every step matters. Ah, that's that. Okay, I think that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, Mr. Matthew, so tell us about you. What we don't know about you yet, tell us about you, please. Alright, so as I've introduced earlier, you know, as you have done rather, my name is Ayomide Agbaje and I'm a freelance writer, a social entrepreneur and a journalist. So myself, the interesting thing about myself is that I'm a lover of artists that are pure, I'm a lover of nature, and, um, and of course I'm a lover of honest conversations mm. like the one that I'm in here right now. Mm. So what do I love again? Yeah, I'm a lover of Amala. Yeah, I love <laughs> I, I love native culture and I try out in being Nigerian. Mm. Mm. I mean probably Nigerian. I like that last and that like that last night for me. Like you're a proud Nigeria. Mm. Yeah of course. <laughs> mm. Alright, so tell us about how you feel about being interviewed on this podcast. How do you feel like like when I was like, I would love to have you on this podcast? What was, oh, yeah. what was the feeling? Of course, I feel incredibly excited because I've been following the whole BB show, Lesbian Blunt, since its official launch. And the fact that the LBB is particular about driving conversations that are honest straight to the point and no sentiment and emotional touch. So since the official launch of the podcast show, I've been following the work uh, of the host and you know, I feel it's something that we really, really need because we have a whole lot of people out there, you have a whole lot of content out there that are all about you know, 
massaging people's ego and not telling us about unconventional truths. Mm. So I'm very, very happy that you know, this podcast is in place to address that and tell people what they really, really need to hear mm. and not what they want to hear. So I feel incredibly excited and pumped to be on the LBB podcast. And like I said, I look forward to an amazing conversation um, with you, the host. Hi, alright, alright, alright. So our topic for today will be, you may not get what you really want. Um, this topic is really controversial and um, let me not start off with this. So I'd like to know your take on this topic. You may not get what you really want. How wow, wow. I mean, <laughs> so I think that's such an interesting topic. You, know, you may not get what you really want. And I feel it's important we drive a conversation around it. Okay, starting with my personal story. I remember um, two years ago, or three about, when I started out with my personal and professional development. So I knew there are things I have to achieve. I set some goals to achieve. I had some targets to reach. For example, I started with books to read. So with all my excitement and everything, the aspirations, I made a goal for myself to read 50 books in a year. And yay, 50 books. In January, January of 2019, so I set out to read 50 books in a year. But what I didn't realize that, even though I was passionate about reading, and you know, I was there to achieve this, I was not actually realistic about it. I had high expectations for me achieving it, and I already pictured myself at the end of December telling my audience that ah, I read 50 books this year. I mean, super fulfilled person. I'm a proud man now. I achieved this. I achieved that. But unfortunately, uh, at the end of the year, it happened that I didn't even read up to 20 books, mm. which is not even up to half. So then I sat myself down that you know, sometimes, even though it's not as if I, I didn't make any effort towards reading 50 books, but you know, things turn out and some factors playing that may not be favorable to one. So I found out that I was not really realistic about my goal and I was just caught up in the excitement of everything and I didn't know my limits enough and I was just focused on how I achieve it and not the framework and not the work plan on how I want to achieve it. And I just discovered that generally sometimes it just finds for we humans to set a goal and we know we achieve it no matter how much we desire it and again I was under experience when I started applying for opportunities to in pursuit of my passion my personal and professional development so I remember I had one opportunities I had very high expectations for that I used almost two weeks to draft my application and all of that well, it happened that it didn't end well. It ended in a rejection, mm. even though I had high hopes and expectations for it. So I just feel that, you know, 
it's just trying for we must not to get what we really want and it's just fine so what i would just say is that my take on this uh where you call the world generally there are more people that fail to realize their goals than those who actually realize this so meaning that there are lots of people in the world who eventually get don't get to achieve what they really want and they are a very large percentage than those who actually miss their goals so dreaming is great it's good to dream great things it's good to want big things to happen in your life but nevertheless you must be contented with whatever we achieve now when i told you i eventually read about 20 books i figured that out for me to move ahead i have to admit the sad reality that most times we do not get what we really want and we just have to find comfort and contentment in our little successes we have in the achievement of our goals because most times it's not about the end goal it's not about the destination it's about the process of re-achieving that particular goal and also it's good to draw inspiration from people before us because most times uh, what propels us to want to achieve a particular goal is because of a particular person that has achieved that goal in the, in the past and you also want to model that, that kind of person and say you want to achieve this person you know like how people used to say if this person can achieve this thing then it's like i also achieve it too <laughs> but even with that, the fact that uh love it achieved something doesn't mean that i mean they can also achieve it too do you get we all have our personal needs we all have our different inner drives so the fact that you know it's good to join special from people but it's better for us not to focus too heavily on wanting to live the kind of life people before us are living or wanting to want to achieve the kind of goals people before us people we admire want to achieve so nobody can have uh, the moment we are having now to get so and also it's good to be honest with ourselves like i said earlier when i discovered that i didn't get to actually read 50 books i was actually honest with myself that 50 books is too much for me and based on my schedules based on my reading speed this is not something i can achieve so in the following year i had to sit myself down and set out a more realistic goal a more achievable goal that i mean end up with actually so and interestingly i scheduled one book per month making mm. 12 books in a year compared yeah. to the books i had set in the previous but a question, yeah. a question for you, a question for you. Let me interrupt okay. you there. Um, I remember when you said, I can't say it, but you said something like, at least then you're able to read like 20 books, right? All right. Mm-hmm. For the year. And this time around, you set one book for a month, and you're able to read 12 books. But don't you think that, okay, the first year was actually much more productive than this? Yeah, you're yeah. able to read more, more books. Then. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I believe, I mean, personally, I believe that less is more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And the fact that you know in reading books, I believe that it's not actually the quantity that matters. Okay. Uh, it is the quality of the books that matters. Sometimes okay. when you read hundred books and the hundred books you read may not even have an impact on you. Exactly. Um, so just me, just one book that you read that may get to change your life or inspire business in you. So Yes, yes, of course. I'm living this morning. So as never of less is more. So I try to focus myself on just one important book per month. So when I was you know when I said that goal and I was achieving it, I didn't feel prayed because I knew that oh for this whole of January, for this whole of November, in just one book I will focus on. So I then I was able to manage my time well because you know most times a book is not only advisable to read a book in one sitting like i was doing in the previous day i'll make sure that once i pick a book i must not do another thing until i finish reading so when i set out one book in a month i was able to delegate time maybe i will say i will read uh the first 20 pages in the first week or uh, the second 20 pages in the second week and i will know i was able to divide it into small actionable steps that i'll be able to realize at the end of the month and work better and interestingly at the end of the year i was able to read all the 12 books 12 important books that mm-hmm. i want to read again to make sure that it's so, um, like I was saying earlier, you know, in life, not everyone who impacts on the journey will reach the destination you get. Um, <laughs> um, that brings out the fact that most people do not really get what they want. But you must also realize one thing that, because, like they say, that someone sleeps and do not wake up doesn't mean that people should not sleep again. Do you understand that analogy? So the fact that people share um, their goals. Um, um, could you finally come back, like? Okay. All right. So what I was saying is that there is popular thing that says that people do not that people sleep and do not wake up doesn't mean that people should not sleep again. Mm. So what I mean by that is that. That people who are chasing our goals and do not get it. That people who are chasing what they really want and do not chase it and do not get it doesn't mean that you shouldn't chase your goals. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't go after what you really, really want. So far, it makes you happy. And that brings down to the fact that every day we wake up to gives us the opportunity to take a step closer to achieving our desires with our passion, power, and determination. And you must also realize that the experience of us chasing what we really want builds us up into a far better human. And so it's just fine for us not to achieve what we really want and still live a contented life. Also, in the core, survival survivorship bias and this survival 
relationship via mix up with that we can't do anything oh, can you kindly help us like help us people like her okay. to spell that okay. <laughs> what you just okay. said so yeah i'm trying to introduce a new concept and exactly. that's and the name of that concept is survival ship bias so what i mean by survival ship bias is that uh, when we must have this bias it makes us think and believe that we can't do anything mm. but we must realize that as humans there's a limit to what we can do we can't do everything in this world we can't do anything we must realize that this is what we want to do because there are many people in the world who believe that there's something they want to do but they are afraid to realize that they can't really do it and at the end of the day if they now pursue what they know they can't really do well and it ends up that they did not really get it and they did not reach that destination they will feel disappointed or lose motivation whereas they could have avoided it in the past by realizing that this thing i want to pursue will I can't do it. You know, it takes a while to just come to that realization that this thing I want to do, I can't do it. For example, I can't just say I want to code. If someone advise me, for example, okay, if I want to build a website, and um, maybe because of lack of funds, I now say I want to code the website myself. So in my mind, I know I can't code the website too. But I still want to go through that stress of learning on myself, learning on YouTube, and all of that. And maybe at the end of the day, after coding the website, I didn't really get it all. The website didn't come out well. And I now feel disappointed. I feel demotivated. Whereas I could have avoided my disappointment earlier by just realizing that I have been doing this code that you doing no you cannot do it simply just clear your strengths play on your existing strengths that can produce better results and make you reach your destinations faster also you have to know that um, you have a duty to ourselves to survive and passion we know guarantee our survival and you have to also know that we should not exist in the linear path because like many unknown or spoken and of people who do not survive you might not survive too because there are so many things in the past that people have failed to do and the fact that people feel that something doesn't mean you also fail at it so we just we gain more on our intuition and recognizing the fact that what you can do, you can do it. Um, if you have passion for something, you must be able to know that. You must be able to know the extent that passion can take us. You must be able to know the extent uh, and energy can take us. So everything just goes down to self-awareness, increased self-awareness. For us to be able to know what we want to achieve, how we want to achieve it, and most importantly, whether we'll be able to achieve it or not. Mm. So, so far, you're trying to tell us that we have to be realistic in whatsoever we place our mind to achieve. Yes, yes. And as much as possible, uh, 
we should have both high and low expectations. Okay. Yeah, okay. our expectations shouldn't be overboard. Mm-hmm. So, in as much as we are expecting something good to happen to us, we are expecting the worst case scenario. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah, so, so, <laughs> if I am writing an example tomorrow, I am. <laughs> okay, okay. So, <laughs> thank you for today. So, in as much as I am dreaming bigger and higher, I should be also expected to come down lower and smaller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my me. I'm just thinking uh, about it. Alright, so it's not about being pessimistic when you do a reality check on yourself it's all about you just knowing yourself and knowing there are different odds that play out there are different factors that play out like when i set out to read 50 books what i failed to consider then was factors that are going to play out i was just excited about the goal the goal the goal 50 books 50 books I didn't consider my views, I didn't consider what will take my time, I didn't consider my inner drive itself, I didn't consider my motivation. Is there really the energy? Can I, sp- can I skip my sleep because I want to read a book? Can I not sacrifice this for the other? So it's just me failing to do a reality check on myself. So when I eventually didn't miss the goal, the goal I already written down, I felt disappointed, I lost motivation. Well, I just had to realize that you know, this thing, I really cannot do it now. I should take some baby steps towards achieving the grand goal. So by the following year, I became wiser, obviously, and I set a more realistic goal. And I actually did from the end of the year. Mm, okay, that was nice. So, that's mm. so in conclusion, what would you be telling us? What would you advise us? Alright, so I would just advise our listeners and audience to be passionate, number one, because everything starts with passion. And again, uh, we should have motivation. We should have a reservoir of motivation because the greatest thing to lose in this life is to lose motivation. Mm. When you lose motivation for something, you no, know, nothing really works. You know, that's that. So when you must never lose motivation. You must always keep your motivation alive. But this doesn't mean that that sometimes that you reduce motivation that you don't feel like doing something. We just have to get yourself up, show up again and forge ahead. And also there's a place of consistency. If there's anything you want to achieve in life, if there's any goal you have set for yourself to reach, if there's any target you want to crush, there's a place of you being consistent. You know, Action is not something you take today and leave tomorrow. So it's, it's very, very important that you take consistent action. And there's also a case of being intentional because in everything you want to achieve, it all starts with intentionality, us being deliberate about it. Oh, I want to do this. And 
I'm going to take intentional steps towards achieving it. So that's so like I said earlier, like a recap, passion is very important. Being passionate, number two, being consistent. Number three, do not use motivation. And number four, be intentional about anything you want to do. So those are my words for our audience who are hearing this right now. Wow. Wow. So I think you are not speaking to me exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So um first thing I want to say a very big thank you to you. That you did. And that day. Thank you so much it's for all the Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. Though we did a short, like, it's like getting over there, you still came through. I really do appreciate you so much. And thank you for, you know, cutting this topic into pieces, you know. Although you did not say too many tables, but you tried. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I really do appreciate your presence. Thank you so much. You're I was welcome. able to think of something. The greatest thing to lose is to lose your motivation. So thank you so much. You I mm-hmm. really appreciate you so much. Um, <laughs> we'll yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, okay. How do we end this now? How do we end this? I was looking for a song. You know that um, motivation song. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was looking for that with you, so I can't find it out. I'll do it later. <laughs> so, All thank right. you so much, Lisa. I mean, it was really a pleasure having you on, mm-hmm. on the LBD2 podcast. I really appreciate your presence. Thank you so much once again. And I must say this I am the Avadian original, one of our biggest supporters. Like, don't know, blow your trumpet now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, blow that trumpet now. So thank you so much, guys. Really do appreciate it. Um, you're welcome in time. And to everyone who listens to the podcast, um, to this podcast today, I really do appreciate it so much. I hope you learned something. And until our next episode, do well to share and invite your friends and family to listen to our podcast. And yes, give us a remark, give us a review, tell us what you feel about this podcast. It will be appreciated. Thank you so much. And you are welcome to the LDV show here with IMD Amadi. Thank you so much. Bye.